All right, you're listening to Texas 1031. This is a true crime podcast specifically pertaining to cities in Texas. I am here today, tonight, uh, with our friend Adam. He's going to tell us about a murder that happened in his hometown. And it's just going to be a little quick little episode on our off week. We'll be back to the normal uh, episodes next week. But this was kind of just something fun to do in the meantime. Adam had approached me a few months ago and was like, hey, go over this case. It's really interesting. Blah, blah, blah. I grew up near where this girl was killed. And I talked to him last week and we decided to talk about it together. So um, here is Adam. Follow, like, and surprise. Surprise. Uh, subscribe. <laughs> Rate, review, and subscribe. Follow. follow su- surprise yourself by saying the wrong thing and then subscribe. Yes. Uh, yeah. If you guys want to do all that stuff, I'm going to kind of skip over it. But um, you know where to listen to us. You know where to follow us on social media. So. Station ID. No, you have to say it. Have- no, I don't. It's fine. Okay. They're already listening. So, yeah, exactly. I guess you don't have yeah. to Yeah. If you don't know where we're at, then go then how did you rewind to another episode or whatever. <laughs> rewind. That's yeah, not that's really what how you we do. do. Uh, so yeah, Adam's going to talk to us about the kidnapping and abduction and murder of Laura Smither and take it away, Adam. There was a kidnapping and an abduction. Yes. Okay. Same, same different. Is there, there's a difference. I'm not going to look it up right now. One is aliens and one is humans when you're a kid. Yes. If you think that Cassie and I go on tangents, just, just wait. Okay. I'm really doing it. Check out the live feed. But you have to be a premium subscriber to see that. <laughs> There's no such thing. <laughs> Not <laughs> Or yet. is there? $100 a month. <laughs> so, Laura K. Smither um, was a girl. You could probably tell because of her name. And I said her. Um, <laughs> she disappeared. I grew up in Alvin, Texas, and she disappeared, judging by Google Maps, which I used in 1997, which is when she disappeared. She was three, it was 3.2 miles from where I live. Alvin, Texas is a city 30-ish miles south of Houston where it's just flat as fuck and just city. Like, not even city, just, oh, you know, where'd you grow up? Oh, in this place. And then no one ever talks about it. That's Alvin. Um, Except for Nolan Ryan, baseball. Uh, And... I grew up there, and my mom was always really into true crime, especially not fake crime. She hated that shit. No, I mean, it's the worst. Especially kidnappings and missing children. Um, I guess I would say, looking back at it now, like, because she's a mom, and she has children. And, man, wouldn't that suck if my child went missing? Well, dang it. I'm going to do what I can to help find other people's missing kids. And she did all she could, which was tell me about it. <laughs> and one day, it happened. Several times it happened. But this time it happened very close to us. And she was kind of excited about it. Not excited someone's kid is missing because why would you be unless you're the one that did it? Um, which she didn't. <laughs> You'll find out soon enough. It was on the road, on the way to the mall we always went to. Baybrook Mall. You guys remember malls, right? We don't have those anymore because it's 20 years later. This happened in 1997. April to be exact. April 3rd, Laura K. Smither went missing. And like I said, right down the road from where we lived, I, I didn't because I was 
15? 15, yeah. So I wasn't driving. Um, but went by our house several times. Didn't even think anything about it because why would you? It's just a house on a road. And then once this happened, that place is etched in my mind. Every time you drive by, that's the house where Laura lived at. The one that went missing that was on the TV. Just down the road, there's a sports park with the baseball and the softball. But Nolan Ryan wasn't there. And that was where <laughs> she went missing from, supposedly. My mom said... Oh, yeah. Tell the, the story about your mom driving you and your brother around in the porta potty I, I was just... Okay, I know. I'm just, that. you know... But how would you know about that? You've never heard the story. Never. Now it seems like we've tried to record this 18 times. <laughs> I keep thinking that you're saying sports bar, first of all, but it's fine. Yes, my mom always brought me to the sports bar. <laughs> the porta potty uh, at the sports she, bar. She brought me to the porta potty at the sports bar. It's where I learn about football <laughs> With no and running. going to the bathroom in a porta potty. <laughs> so there's a porta potty, and she's like, oh, that's where the dogs had her last scent. And why do I remember that? I don't know. You remember stuff like that all the time. You don't. I do. You weren't there. I also remember because it was so close to home and I rode the school bus to school. Where else would you ride it? Uh, Seeing search parties looking for her because she went missing. Did I say that? I don't remember. She went missing. And then the body was found 17 17 days later on April 20th. (laughs) Go ahead and make your dumb jokes. Not you, Hannah. Whoever is listening. Yeah, it's a dumb joke. No it's been done before a billion times. Yep. Probably 20 420 times. times. Oh. oh, oh we were so close on the same there. joke. Almost. Dang it. Oh, Dang. man. 20 oh, years, man. 420. It's fine. So, yeah, that, I don't know. That's what I remember. And He's not just going to stop there. He's actually going to tell you what actually happened. But that was just his little memory of when it happened when he was there. No, what it's going to is like, that's what I remember. I was 15 at the time, and girl goes missing, like, cute little white girl. Of course, it's big news. Everybody's not excited about it, but just, oh, it's close to home. And, like, she oh, was I'm like, sad about it. Mm. She was kind of like an all-American girl. She was athletic. She, what, she was like a dancer, and she went out jogging or something, right, before she was yeah. supposed to hang out with her family that day, and then she just, like, vanished. Yeah, it's like, like the sports park park that's where the last sin of her was found by trekking dogs and um the reason that was is because like hannah said she's super into being fit super into ballet and um particularly around that time she was really into fitness because she was reading a certain book um i won't name the name because they're not sponsoring us yet or (laughs) hannah not me um what book was it once uh, i forget what's called It, it was it was called fit or fat um, oh, that sounds like I'm making it up, but that's no, not that it at all. No, that sounds real and kind of sad. She um, was 12. No, by the man, way, she you was want to really talk young. about? Yeah, you want to talk about sad? So, um, let's get sad. She was reading this book called Fitter Fat literally the night before, and she was so excited about being fit that she told her parents, like, look, none of these fad diets are going to work. You have to eat properly. You have to exercise. So, wakes up in the morning of April 3rd, and she wants to go jog. She's like, hey, mom, hey, dad, hey, brother, I'm going to go jogging, because that's what I do now. And the dad was in the shower, so he couldn't go. He normally would have loved to have joined her, but he was in the shower. And you're not going to run after the shower. That's dumb. And then the mom... She didn't even, like, just go. She, like, asked, which, like, makes me think, I don't know, maybe that's my own mind of thinking, like... 
she's reading all these books about like being in shape and she was a ballerina which you know I was a ballerina I know the the psyche of like being in shape and being thin and like wanting to be kind of a perfect specimen for that kind of thing so when I read that she asked permission to go running like obviously you're 12 you can't just go do whatever the fuck you want but um I don't know it said like her mom was making breakfast and like starting the day and it was like is she skipping out on a meal? Is she just going to go run because she wants to be in shape? She's reading this book. Not that it has anything to do with her murder, but I just thought it was kind of an interesting kind of psychopathy of things. No, it, it was interesting. And like I said, like talking about like, let's get sad. Like she wanted to go exercise. She's super excited. She wanted her dad to go, but he was in the shower because he had a business meeting later. And she, like Hannah said, like, hey, hey, mom, can I go jog? And the mom's like, well, I'm making pancakes don't you want pancakes? And she's a 12 year old girl. So she's like, duh, but I'm excited to go run. Um, when will the pancakes be ready? And the mom said 20 minutes and then 20 minutes passed and she didn't come back. Lots of twenties. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of that one. (laughs) I'm surprised. Um, and then, like I said, 20 minutes go by 30 minutes go by the dad, his business meeting shows up and he's like, Hey man, Go eat some pancakes. I'm worried about my daughter. I need to f- figure out what's going on. Calls the police. Uh, say, hey, my daughter's missing. Um, yes, it's only been 30-ish minutes, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever. But she's not the kind of person to run away, even though she literally just ran away or jogged away. But she was supposed to come back. She said she was going to come back. Don't laugh at that. No one should laugh at that. Hannah had a smile on her face. She really wanted to laugh at I'm that. I'm laughing because you were waiting so no, long. No, 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 no. The, the only reason I said that is because my favorite quote I've ever heard from any police officer ever, um, which is not anything, like no one has like a book of police officer quotes, but check you this out. So Chief Jared Stout, the person that was like super into this case, he said this. The fact that most missing children are runaways is a trap. And law enforcement has to be careful to overcome that jadedness. That's pretty fucking awesome. Because, yeah, a lot of the time, little girl goes missing, little kid goes missing. They ran away. Well, not all the time. So she is found uh, roughly 17-ish days later, correct? Yeah, and it kind of sucks because if there was a man and a son... um, they probably never want to be named because then they have to deal with that. People asking them questions all the time. They're walking their dog and they came across the body of an animal. And the dad looks and goes, animals don't wear socks. It was a body that they found um, just lying there in a retention pond in Pasadena wearing tan socks. Sounds like a douchebag dad. What is? The dad just being like, not like, oh, oh let's go help. But first of all, son. First of all, yeah, listen Animals to dumbass. Like, st- no, I... stupid. That seems like something that was, like, written for a movie. Like, yeah. animals don't wear socks. Like, no. Starring Bruce that, Willis. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Bruce Willis does. And he's here to kill all the animals. And a girl's missing. So they contact police. Police come out. They find the body of a dead person. Um... They, it's wearing a ring. The ring has the initials LKS on it, which if you have been listening this whole time, probably not, you would have realized that those are the initials of Laura K. Smither. So, 
This was on 420, back to the 20 thing, which sucks because if it was 423, it would have been 20 days later. But yeah, that's annoying. Uh, in my I mind, that, he was like, can't you just like find her later? Yeah, just, like, just, make wait, it just even, wait three just, dang yeah. days, three dang old days. <laughs> what they found out to be the cause of death was trauma of the neck and undetermined trauma. And I'm not a doctor, I'm not a forensic scientist, but if something's dead, there's probably trauma, and you don't necessarily have to say specifically undetermined trauma. That was it. And then, yeah, the body, it turns out like, oh, the body's found, it's her body. Man, that sucks. And then from there, uh, I just remember my mom and myself and everyone like, oh, we don't know what happened. Dang it. Um, on to the next missing person. Because that's how it is, was, and probably always will be, especially like in the media aspect of it. So they they found their they had a first suspect, which is you know in a in a media environment where everyone's watching you now because a little pretty girl is missing. You're everyone wants answers. Everybody wants this. They want to know what happened, who did it. Let's get them. And they found someone right away because it was someone that just had a sexual assault of a minor. And then it later was a good on, first lead, and then they got the second warrant to talk to this one guy. Yeah, they went to talk to another dude, and this person ultimately led nowhere. But it was weird because he said stuff that no one was supposed to know, like the body that was found. Um, I always remembered hearing that she was found decapitated, but I don't know why I remember that. I don't know whatever. And then doing research and stuff, trying to figure out, I couldn't find anything about that until I found this where dude that they uh, were talking to, he was a dude in jail. He had already been convicted of some other stuff. And he described the whole elaborate story of, yeah, me and this 35-year-old dude, we picked up this girl, took her back to this trailer, and did a bunch of bad stuff. And then he remembers seeing like a bloody bed because the girl was decapitated and the police were like whoa how did you know that we've not been telling anyone that the body was found decapitated and this brings me slash hannah slash us to wait a minute yeah well like is that just someone making shit up because like i'm in jail i'm gonna be here forever i'm fucking bored like this seems like something fun to do but why did he know that once again, maybe he's just guessing, or maybe it's a big, dumb, weird conspiracy thing where. Well, because the, the the newspapers and stuff just said there was neck trauma, so yeah, you neck, can that's by pretty default fucking big of, neck trauma. Yeah, you can only assume. I mean, maybe it was just strangulation, but if right. it was, you would say strangulation, that's not a scary thing to put in a newspaper in right. '97. Decapitation, other, you know, it might have been a little more iffy to put that out. Yeah, especially so, for a twelve-year-old girl. So. Yeah. The, so that's interesting. The police were always holding that close to their chest. And then, yeah, that's interesting that this person knew that. N- knew or didn't know that, but didn't mention it, which is weird. Ultimately, that led nowhere because they searched a bunch of stuff that the guy talked about and none of it turned out to be true. And then dude that was already in jail got charged with perjury. So what's the point of that? Yeah. Now comes the fun part so before we go into this oh okay go so i really weird turn of events so i got a message from a girl 
Should I pull? I don't. I shouldn't pull up her name because that'd be weird. Because uh, she, she'll get murdered. Right. She messaged me the other day on Instagram and was like, "Hey, are you going to cover the Jessica Kane case?" And I looked it up and I thought it was super interesting. Um, but when I looked it up, it had no connection to anything that we were talking about. And then I clicked on another article later when I was looking up stuff about Laura and it was connected. So I'm not trying to spoil anything, but I just thought we'll go into it, obviously. But the connection there and just like the weird circumstances they're in that this girl asked me to research it and then now inadvertently it does connect to Laura uh, which you'll hear about in just a second I thought was really weird so the third suspect is basically what we're going to go into and it leads into many more missing and murdered girls um, besides Laura so the third suspect was a I almost said gentleman he's not a gentleman Um, so William Reese with a C. You already know he's up to something because his last name is spelled wrong. <laughs> uh, um, interesting fact, I guess Adam said that what, something about the dad knowing that it was like him all along or whatever. Yeah, like the, the stuff that I had found, um, he, the dad even said like in a, I guess a press conference like, hey man, it's fucking, it's William Reese. Like the reason I say that the dad, the dad of Laura always knew it was him is what you will soon find out laura's dad basically kind of assumed that uh william was laura's killer because uh like he had been doing some uh not renovations what's the word he was uh constructing some like condominiums or uh residential area near their home but it he adam found a article mentioning that uh he was actually charged with like theft of a bulldozer <laughs> No. Yes. Why? Why would you steal a bulldozer? Yeah, exactly. So when we get into the other uh, girls that have been killed, it'll kind of make sense. But he was constructing. They were killed with a bulldozer. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Um, so the uh, timeline, at least, that we kind of both came to the conclusion of is really interesting. So um, Laura goes missing in April, right? So then... You find out later that um, this is where the Jessica Kane stuff kind of comes into play. So the way we laid it out is that there's a girl named Sandra. Um, her last name I can't really pronounce. Sapow. Sapaw. I'm sorry. Um, but she gets kidnapped in May of 1997 and she actually escapes. Sapow? Yeah. Uh, she escapes. That happened in Friendswood as well. Um and then, or near-ish, I guess. Um, and then another girl goes missing in July, or excuse me, May was Sandra. Laura goes missing in April. Um, and then two girls go missing in July, and I'll get to them in a second. And then Jessica Kane goes missing in August. Um, it was just kind of all really circumstantial, just because there isn't DNA and all that stuff linking him to the rest of these girls. But what happens is, is that he gets put in jail for the uh, abduction and murder of a girl named Tiffany Johnston. Um, she goes missing in July in Oklahoma. And was it 2017 Oklahoma? Or I don't remember. Uh, it's she. Sandra reports all the stuff that happened to her. And then he gets charged with the Tiffany stuff while serving a sentence for Sandra. Okay. Well, no, I meant like when Tiffany went missing. Was that 2017 or did Tiffany go missing in 2016? She went missing in 97. 97. Or, yeah, not 2000. Sorry. 
Yeah. Okay. Ninety-seven. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it if it all was happened a year prior within or whatever. months okay. between each other. So he's in jail for the murder of Tiffany Johnston, and then he basically uh, leads detectives and police officers to the grave sites of Jessica Kane and a girl named Kelly Cox. She also went missing in July of 1997. So and he, guess what they had to dig up the bodies with? A bulldozer. A bulldozer. Probably not the same one. It was 19 years later. Yeah. And that's so kind of confusing on the timeline, but Sandra, Laura, Tiffany, Kelly, Jessica, it's months in between each other. And there's some article that we found about a lady who actually interviews him in prison and basically... All of his like shady shit starts in 86. Like he uh, tries, he rapes a girl and does all this crazy stuff to where he like ties her up in a sleeping bag and zip ties her and like duct tapes her mouth. And uh, then he goes and like sneaks into this woman's house and rapes her and gets charged like 25 years for that and ends up only serving 10 because of this like weird of course, technicality within the judicial system. And he gets out in 1996, which is a year before all of these killings start happening and Sandra's the only one to survive. Um, we don't even really know if Laura is actually a part of what happened um, because obviously her body was found by the father and the son who were walking out that day. He didn't go and have the police find her himself. We also have that man who said that he did it and his friend did it and took her off the side of the road. So, I guess we can kind of just force ourselves into questions and theories, I guess, but it's kind of just strange. It makes sense that he did it because of each month another girl in the same area going missing. Um, I don't know if they were decapitated. I don't there. I didn't see anything that had connection besides the fact that he led them to the bodies because they were so decomposed. Obviously, we can't tell. Um, but it would be interesting to know if there was some weird correlation of the first guy actually doing it, hearing about it in prison or hearing about it from someone else, faking the story, weird connections here and there. At some point, they were both in like Huntsville prison together and they shared stories, swapped stories about, oh, I killed these girls out in Friendswood. And so this other guy comes forward and says, no, it was me. And he has all these details about the decapitation and whatnot because William Reese told him about it. Yeah, I guess I guess I kind of like spoke too soon with my own questions and theories earlier just okay let's say imagine you're in jail and you're going to be in jail for a long time and what do you do in jail sit in a room by yourself maybe someone else i don't know you get bored how are you going to entertain yourself make stuff up like hey i i know someone that did this i know someone that did that do they watch the news in jail? Did they back then? I don't know. I've not been in jail. That's me knocking on wood. But no. So Hannah brought up a good point. Like this original, the original suspect or second suspect. Which both of their names are William. So that's why I'm not. But there's no C in the first one. Yeah. <sighs> oh, oh. Both of their names are William. Joke. So that's why we're not differentiating joke. between the two. First and second, whatever. Right. The main guys will. Well, no, there was the first. No, I'm talking about the first. Like, there was a first suspect that went nowhere. And then the second suspect, correct. the one that. His name was William as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, his name was William. Correct. Like, he. Correct with a C. He, um. Uh. You're making this so. My mom's going to hate this episode. Yeah. She's going to be so fucking confused. Happy birthday. 
I think our main point is, is that there could be a conspiracy theory. There could be a connection of some prison talk going back and forth and trying to get time out of jail to confess to something that they didn't really do. Last episode, I had mentioned that, and I already told you about this because you haven't listened to it, um, but I had mentioned... I was too busy researching <laughs> for this episode. Clearly. Obviously. Um, I had mentioned that, you know, Cassie did a wrongful conviction. I had planned on doing a wrong, wrongful conviction, and when I was researching all that... Um, the big thing with the wrongful conviction in that episode was a lot about um, criminal witness testimony and how I literally read almost a 75 page uh, lecture about from a lawyer that had written about how literally the he is quoted saying the demise of the justice system is criminal witness testimony. And so it's I won't go any further with that. I'll save it for that episode. But to have someone come forward and say this, that, or the other, you can't really take that with all sincerity and actually believe them because they have nothing to lose and they also have everything to gain. So it's not really fair. I mean, maybe he did do it and William Reese was just like, I feel bad that these girls are actually dead and maybe they'll believe me and think that I had a part in it and I'm going to go tell them where to dig them up because this other guy told me so. Yeah. It could go both ways. I didn't think about it that part. The whole time I was thinking like, Oh, no, Reese did it, and the other guy was making stuff up. Mm -hmm. But what you just said, you know what? That makes sense. That's why I have a podcast, and yeah. you don't. And I don't. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it about Laura, unless you have anything else to say. I know that was kind of brushed over. Sorry we didn't do much justice to Jessica Kane like that uh, listener had asked, but I just thought it was interesting to Oh, yeah, no, I remember what I was going to say. Um, it has to do with what you're saying. I'm not cutting you off to be a jerk. No, no, no. Like, it, it's... We were talking about, like, you, I had talked to you about Laura, Laura's murder and how it was, like, close to my home and all that stuff. And then we kind of both go into researching it, and it's like, oh, this is going to be a mini episode. And then it turns out to be, like, possibly the biggest episode ever, yeah. slash, like, oh, how about you do 12-hour podcast about the murder and missing of so-and-so and so-and-so and so and so like the list goes on and on and on and hopefully not to 20 but just there's at least five girls written yeah, yeah there's at least five girls missing the, or murdered yeah. or dealing with it and it was like oh my goodness well i guess this is not going to be as short as we thought i would say i mean it's still going to be short but it, it i think you're trying to say that like no no it's still going to be short a, but i was saying like for you take, take notes and like return to it um maybe there's some good stuff episode 20 yeah okay yeah i'll um, save it for episode 20 yeah, basically that. that's the point he's trying to get across yeah. no i didn't know i i came to that point like in the last thought of that sentence i was like oh i can <laughs> i can say a joke again for the 47th time for the 20th time so that was adam's hometown murder can i can i say one more thing about my mom yes okay so this kind of ruins the story because you already know my name is Adam, but you know who Adam Walsh is, right? Was yes. like John Walsh's child, the one that went missing. Yeah. Like, yes. Okay. Thank you. So yeah. my mom, my mom was. He was like, uh, like the he. His parents started the whole. Yeah. Like, like America's Most yeah. Wanted, and then well, all no, 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 the. America's well, no, he the dad was on the show and stuff, but ultimately. No, you're. Let me finish what I'm saying. Oh, no, because no it's a I'm big not going to keep talking. His parents formed, I think. The database of looking up yeah. sex offenders in your area, right? Yes. Well, not my area, but 
I don't know how your wife survives day to day. <laughs> Dealing with this. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, wife. 20 hours a day. Yeah, because yeah. I don't want her to get murdered. True. Um, no, like. Adam Walsh, yes. You know, you know who he is. Like, maybe some people don't. They're listening to this because they're young. So, my mom was not obsessed, but I think that was maybe like the first time that she got into true crime. My name is Adam. And Did I. Did she name you after Adam Walsh? This is this is where I'm going. Oh, that. sorry, sorry. Like sorry. I'm just. I to- always assumed I was born in 1981, and I grew up. My mom would always be like, you know, don't talk to strangers, don't get kidnapped. Like she didn't say that, but just be aware of your environment, all that stuff. And I really liked video games. My mom really Still helped out with games. that. Like always bought video games for me. Always played video games. Well, Adam Walsh went missing at a store department store in the mall after playing a video game and i always thought man that's crazy that's weird because i always thought that happened in like 85 or something <laughs> that happened three months before my birthday Dang. so i'm i've always wondered am i named adam because my mom was like you're you're gonna be the new adam wash i've i think I've, it's just a traditional don't take too much. Uh, no, I, she's always told me like, "Oh, you're my first boy, so your oh, name's Adam. You right. can edit all this part out." I just really want to. No, tell no, no. Story. That's actually an interesting a little story. tidbit. All right, that was Please it. In this <laughs> travesty. travesty. Um. All right. Oh, I'm trying to. Oh, sorry. It's if fine. I would stop, you could probably. Get it. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to the mini episode with Adam. Uh, I know it was kind of all over the place and we had a lot to say. We didn't think it was going to turn into uh, actually like a bigger thing than it was when we kind of delved into all the information. Um, So maybe we'll retouch on it at a later date and go into more detail about all the girls and their murders and abductions. Um, But for now, that's all we have. And maybe we'll have Adam back if another murder occurs in his life. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Not solely based on this episode. Please and thank you. Because if you do it solely on this episode, you will surely realize it only goes up to five stars. <laughs> not um, 55. You not 20. Fit- oh, dang. Yeah, 20 stars. Yeah. Dang. Beat you to it. Um, yeah. And we'll be back next week. Me and Cassie will be back next week with more Texas. Oh, are we doing recommendations? No, we're not. We're skipping all of You should watch Titanic. (laughs) (laughs) Cassie and I will be back next week with more (laughs) Texas true crime. Do you want to do the ending with me? Uh, Is it the happy Halloween one? Yeah. Or is it the one where no one listens? No, I say, and if anyone's listening, and then we both say happy Halloween. Okay. Okay, so Cassie and I will be back next week with more Texas True Crime. And if anyone's listening, happy happy Halloween. Halloween. There's a pumpkin on the table.